Hi and welcome to my podcast, Pure Happy Healthy. My name is Leandra Haupt and as it's in everyone's conversation and this is topic number one all around every media, guess what I will be talking about today? Yay, coronavirus. <laughs> But controversial to all the media and everyone suffering from it, I will try to get you in a positive mindset today with this podcast and I will try to highlight all the positive outcomes and positive aspects of what we can learn and how we as humanity can learn from this crisis and take the best out of it and make the best out of it for ourselves, for nature and for our surroundings and we'll talk about how we can do that how we can try to stay positive even though it's very difficult i understand and yeah go a bit more deep into it after i've already taped my monday motivation with some inspirational tips of how to manage this crisis in the beginning of the week i was still very positive as you could maybe hear in my monday motivation but then just one day after I lost my job and I'm in Australia at the moment and Australia is not known to be the most cheap, cheapest country. Um, so I got a little bit scared of losing my income as I'm not in a full-time contract. So I don't, I only get paid when I work. And like many other people here, losing my job was a big shock for me. And then I also will move out of my flat next week. And I thought about going back to the hostel until I figure out the situation. But it's also very uncertain if hostels will stay open. So I kind of felt very, very lost. Not having a house where I should stay. Not having a job anymore. Not making any income. And being on the complete other side of the world of my family and friends back in Berlin. So it is a very, very difficult situation for me at the moment as well. And I can could feel how I was getting into the fear mindset and how I was getting into anxiety and stress and uncertainty. And then my siblings were just landing on Bali yesterday and told me maybe I should come. So in case of quarantine, we could stay there together and support each other and be there. And Bali is also cheaper. But then the Bali borders would close the next day. So I had to make that very, very difficult decision. If I should leave the same day, book my flight to Bali and leave everything here behind and risking I could not come back to Australia, a place that I've really come to love. Or if I should stay here and risking not seeing my siblings and being locked up in Australia with no money and no job for an uncertain amount of time. So as you can imagine, I was very, very stressful and also with the time pressure, a really difficult decision for me. Um, but I tried to meditate over it and I was talking to a lot of people, trying to get advice. And in the end, I just had to make my own decision. And my heart told me to stay in Melbourne and Now I embrace this decision and I think I'm really happy with this. But reflecting back now on um, yeah, the past week where I really felt very anxious and very indecisive and uncertain about the whole situation, I tried to 
get my positive mindset back because I know that every difficult aspect in life and every difficult situation always has a positive outcome. Even if we don't see it at the moment, try to remember one bad thing that happened to you in life where you were at this moment thinking, oh my God, I will never, never, never be able to handle this or why is this happening to me? Why me and why is this even happening? And then later on you found out what it was good for. Later on you could see looking back at it that it made complete sense and that was good for a reason and that you've learned and progressed so, so, so much from that. So try to remember a situation like this in your past. And I also look back at my life and were thinking about all the situations where I felt so stuck and so uncertain. And then reflecting back on it, I always later on knew why I had to go through this situation and why it was good that this happened to me. And the things I learned from that, that were so valuable. So... Looking at it at this perspective, I think now we are really, really struggling, obviously, with everything that is happening around us and the whole crisis, as we can call it by now, of that happening in the world. But I am sure that there is something positive about this and that in a few years or even months, we can look back and say, oh, We know now why this was happening to us as humanity and why we had to go through this as a collective and why we were suffering. But now we have so much grown from that and we've made such a progress. So I want to go a bit more into detail what it is that has already improved maybe or what it is that we get as a chance now to progress or as we have a chance to develop our lives and develop everything around us and how we can get stronger out of the crisis than as we entered it. I think there's different aspects about this whole thing. One is a sense of community and the other one is the sense of environment and the other one is a personal growth. I would divide it by these three sections which we can really prosper from what's happening at the moment. So in the sense of unity, we can already see that neighbors get together, maybe in Facebook groups. People are writing notes. People create WhatsApp groups for their neighbors if someone needs something, if someone can leave the house maybe, if there are elderly people who are scared, if someone needs care with the children, with the dogs. So we can really see everywhere around the world, people suddenly start to care for their community, for their neighbors. They support each other. When was the last time you've talked with your neighbor before that? Do you even know who your neighbors are? Maybe even New Yorkers get to know their neighbors now. I'm not sure about this, but uh, yeah, I hope for you guys over there that uh, this could be an opportunity. Even New Yorkers can talk to each other maybe now in the subway. Everyone seems just much, much more friendly to each other and much more understanding. I mean, I'm not sure about Germany there, but like in Australia, everyone is so friendly anyway. So it's maybe hard to <laughs> judge it from my perspective here right now. But as I've heard, even in Germany, the 
people at the cash in a grocery store uh, seem to be a bit more friendly now. So that's already a big step and a big progress. Yeah, so also people return back to their families or going closer to their friends. People were just building these super strong communities with their loved ones because we really realize now what our time like what we want to fill our time with we have so much one free time if we maybe lost our jobs or if we work from home then suddenly we have all this time to spend with our family and friends maybe even return back from wherever in the world you've been to see your family because you suddenly realize that your family matters so much to you and that you want to spend these difficult times supporting your family so when was the last time you actually visited your family and spent some quality time together Maybe on Christmas for a day, but uh, yeah, maybe not even that. So now you think back of how important actually everyone in your life is that you love. And also you get closer with your friends, you meet your friends. I can see how communities are just really building around the families and friendship circles and how the support is growing so, so much. And also the help for other people. Everyone is just more open. If people can't suddenly pay their flats anymore, new out of like communities build where people can just live for a few weeks, kind of like couch surfing back in the day. This just is just a way of new hospitality, of welcoming people in your house and maybe cooking for people who don't have much money at the moment and don't have any income or yeah, just trying to support each other in every possible way. And we can also start now, at least I can, start to understand more where our grandparents, for example, our parents came from in the Second World War situation or in other difficult situations in the past where there have been war or um, yeah, hunger crisis, as supermarkets are sold out at the moment, it feels a bit, little bit like a war zone to me sometimes, like toilet paper war zone. Um, people are fighting over the last pieces of eggs um, or the last toilet paper roll. And it has become a little bit maybe like an Eastern Europe communist system um, or also, as I was saying, in, in like war zones. So I feel like we can understand our past generations much more. Our generation never had to deal with all these kind of stuff, depending where you live, obviously, but in Europe at least. So now we understand that there was a shortage of things and that was that it's not normal that you go in a grocery shop and you just find everything in abundance that you need. No, maybe there's a shortage of something and you really start to appreciate that you have food to eat, that you have the access to go to a supermarket which is open, that there is actually everything that you need normally and we can only see that if we have the shortage. So after going back to normal, I think every one of us will appreciate food and having this abundance of all these different choices again and having the access of even going to markets and supermarkets and yeah, grocery shops and that it's such a luxury life that we're leading. I've always, always, always had a big issue with throwing away food and throwing away things because I think the production of food 
is such a, something that we should worship and that we should evaluate and it's food. Food is not supposed to be thrown away. It's supposed to be eaten and we should be grateful and thankful that we have enough. And I hope that we can return to this place where we worship having all this food and maybe looking more after our resources and looking that we don't throw away so much food and worship everything that we have right now because we have access and we have all these things and we are able to buy all these things, which is actually a privilege. Also, we can start to understand refugees more. Maybe you have to leave a country where you're in at the moment because, um, yeah, your borders are closing and you just can't stay there anymore. That would have been almost my situation here. Or that could be my situation in case of a close down that I have to leave Australia because I just run out of money and um, yeah, everything is unclear here in my life situation. So I will feel like getting back deported to Germany and it, I will feel a little bit like a refugee stranding in Germany with, also with no perspective for the first time there so we can maybe understand how refugees must feel needing to pack up so quickly leave their life behind in a matter of minutes or days and not being able to return or knowing not knowing when you can return so i think it also can create a big sense of empathy and understanding for refugees and all around the world that we have so many crises, hunger crises, war crises where people need to flee. And it's the first time I fully start to understand how uh, they, these people must feel like and how horrible the situation must be like. And yeah, I can really feel a big empathy with all these people now and I hope you can too. And I think internal fights in maybe your relationship or between your family members or in between your friends suddenly become so ir irrelevant. Such a difficult word, irrelevant. Um, okay, <laughs> um, because that's not really what matters at the moment. Maybe you want to speak out with your friend or with your partner what was already on your heart for so long because you suddenly feel like this is not really important in these times. You feel like you can openly speak about it And you feel like it's time to pr improve these relationships with people around you. Because really that's what matters. Your society and your environment and your tribe is what matters. Let's have a closer look at the outcomes of the environment for the moment. Um, as everyone is using their car less since people are working from home. There are almost no more flights and boats are not like at least big cruises are not going anymore and boats are on still stand. So all the transport is on still stand. The same counts for companies and fabrics that have to close down and they're on still stand. So, so many businesses are on still stand, which obviously we could see from a perspective of people losing their job. But at the other side, we can also see it that there's less pollution. There is so much less pollution as people maybe are going on walks. People don't leave their houses so much, don't go with the car everywhere 
and people don't go to work every day with their car but work from home the poison that is get gets into the air from all the companies and all the fallen the fabrics polluting the waters for example that's just not happening in that big extent as as on a regular basis anymore so we can actually see in venice for example that it's the first time that we can see fishes again in the water in the canals there and there were sh like um Whales and dolphins sighted very close to the Italian Venice Bay. And the wildlife is coming back. It's coming back to the cities and we can see more birds. We can see maybe foxes in the city. So it brings back all this beautiful nature. And nature can finally breathe. In China, the air pollution went down so, so, so much from all the satellite pictures that we could see, that people were finally able to breathe without face masks. People could see the blue sky. Maybe children were seeing the blue sky for the first moment in their life and were probably wondering what that is. <laughs> Mama, why is it the sky so blue? <laughs> so actually, we're returning to a place of almost untouched nature, which is so, so, so beautiful. And seeing this... I hope it encourages people to see the beauty of nature again and worship this much, much more. And now we have the chance to think about this and think about, do we want to go back to a society where we're polluting our nature and our surroundings just so we have work and businesses to run? And if you even think about it, Do you really, besides toilet paper, maybe if you didn't stack up like some other people do, um, do you really miss anything in your life at the moment? Is there anything that you feel a lack of? Me personally, I can say I really realized how little we actually need. And I'm already a minimalist, but I'm realizing even more now that most of these businesses out there that we actually don't need them. We can survive and we can have a really good life without most of these things. The only things we really need as our farmers is our healthcare workers, is our grocery shops or our local markets. Or, I mean, of course, we want to have fun and we need culture, community things to have a good life, I think, but... Um, yeah, we should start to worship really these jobs that we weren't appreciating before, like farm jobs. They're really making our survival possible right now. And all these other little jobs that we maybe didn't see as important, like maybe nurses. The nurses are so underpaid in so many countries, but now we really see how important their work is. What would we do without them? So we can also have the chance now to rethink about how we judge certain jobs and what's really matters in terms of work. And maybe you also look at your private work. Maybe if you lost your job, maybe you can really reconsider what is something that I would like to do in order to help humanity And in order to feel good with what I'm doing and in order to have a job 
where I feel like I can be myself and where it never feels like actual work because I feel so comfortable and so good doing it that it doesn't feel hard. It feels like my passion, my desire. It feels like I'm doing something good for this world, for other people and for myself at the same time just because I do what I'm supposed to do. So if you lost your job, that is, of course, very horrible. I'm also suffering from having lost my job here. But it gives us the chance to rethink what we are born for and to maybe go a different career path and maybe try out different things. It's the time for creativity. If you're um, in quarantine or if you're at a stay-home modus, why don't you start making music? Why don't you start suing why don't you start learning something new maybe singing why don't you dance in your room that's actually that's something i do every morning now as i miss uh, techno clubs i just make my own little techno rave in the morning so why don't you do something that you've wanted to do for a while and you will have all the time now to learn something new and to go into a new direction and if This is over because it's a matter of time. We won't live like this forever. And if this is over, you will have created so much new knowledge and so much wisdom. And you will be so specific about what you want probably and what your desires and what your passions are. So that is a, such a beautiful opportunity to really tune in with yourself and find out what you want to do especially in the creative scene. And it also makes you think about creative ways of creating income. Maybe if you lost your job or you don't make as much money anymore or you have a lot of time at home now, think about something how you make, could make money online with your, with your passion and something you would like to do. How can you find alternative ways of creating an income with what you like and with what's convenient for this moment and adapting to the situation and instead of pa painfully trying to get another job or feeling pity for yourself. The best is really to use this time wisely now and not waste this time because time is really one of our biggest resources that we actually have. And the third way we can really take advantage of the situation and learn from something from it is on a personal level. Even though you might be feeling anxiety and fear, maybe boredom of being at home or the feeling of being stuck somewhere or the feeling of being lost or indecisive what to do or feeling this uncertainty and confusion that is everywhere. I feel that too. You're not alone with this feeling. It's a general feeling and I can pick up the vibe of this world at the moment and everyone is in some sort experiencing these feelings right now. And that's okay. Don't make yourself down for that. Acknowledge that this feeling is there inside of you and look at different ways how you can actually deal with this. For some people, it's good to do meditation. For me, that really helps me to center And also, if I have to make a decision, getting a meditation on it, like trying to let go of your thoughts. And in the end, you might have a new idea about it. 
or just trying to let go of this fear and trying to let go of anxiety with this. And if you're really, really stressed and if you really feel anxiety, I can only recommend you to try tapping, EFT tapping. You should Google it. It's, there is a lot of videos out there where you can learn how to do it. It really, really relieves a lot of stress and a lot of yeah, um, fe feeling of, of tension. And it can help really, really quick. So I really recommend you that for having an extreme anxiety at the moment. But also the conversation with people around you who are in likewise situation. Now we finally can start to go deep in conversations. I often miss having deep conversations with people as a lot of conversations just scratch the surface level of what shall I wear today? What are we eating tonight? How was the film? Um, what are we drinking tonight? Who got wasted last night? These are all not real deep conversations. That's all on the surface. And I feel like people now start to go deeper. They go down to their feelings and people connect over their fears. People connect over their confusions. You can finally maybe let go and cry in front of other people because you finally feel like that's a legitimate time to do so. It's much easier in these times of confusion to really show your feelings authentically and let go of the panic you maybe have inside and let go of the fear and yeah, connect with others who are in the same boat. And then you maybe will see that not only in times of crisis, but generally people all around the world suffer from similar problems. And maybe if you go out there and tell about your anxiety, you will meet people who suffer from the same sort of anxiety as you do. And you can exchange how to feel better with it and exchange tips how to deal with it. So it's a beautiful time also to exchange our, let's call it, weaknesses and to be open with it and deal with it in a more open way. And yeah, just be honest to ourselves. And also, because we're more honest to ourselves, we start to get our know, to know ourselves more. And maybe if we get to know ourselves more, we know more what we need. We start or we can start to take better care of ourselves, comforting ourselves, getting more sleep maybe at the moment, eating healthier because we suddenly realize what a gift health is and how valuable it is to sustain and keep this health. Maybe you start to eat more healthy now. Maybe you start to sleep more, get your sleep hours. Maybe you have time and you start to exercise now and feel how good that feels and how much your body was craving for that and needed that. So it's a t time. So it's a time for tuning in and getting healthy again. Yeah, and just tuning in with your inner fears and trying to loosen these inner fears and dealing with it. And then obviously also taking care of the problems of people around you. As you can connect more, you also know what the people around you who you love are struggling with. And you can try to help them because you know it's such a good thing and it feels so good serving people, serving in every possible way to make other people's life better. You know, you, I compare it with like Christmas. 
I'm always even more happy if I can make someone a nice gift. It makes me more happy than receiving a good gift. But it's always a matter of taking and giving. You need to be able to do both. And then both will feel so good. And you can only give if you feel fulfilled by yourself. And if you look down where you can heal yourself in these times, then you can also start to heal others with doing so. So we will eventually, if everyone is doing this, have a much healthier planet with health, healthier people. If everyone is caring for each other, not only themselves, but also for others. Here again, a little summary of how we can make this difficult situation and this crisis into something positive, even though we might not be able to see it right now, but we will certainly in one point, hopefully sooner than later in the future. So first of all, it creates such a big bond of community. We can start building strong communities with our values and setting our values new and try to support each other and help each other how we can and meeting our neighbors, caring for elderly or weaker people and just caring for your family and friends, maybe friends that you've neglected or your family that you haven't been close to and now you grow closer to. So it's such a big chance of creating unity with strangers even welcoming strangers or caring for people all around you maybe you don't know yet and then the next one is really we improve our nature and environment and we can see it as an opportunity of living more aware of the, our planet's health and how we could maybe sustain the health of our planets better And then also reconsidering work. How do we want to work in the future? Do we really need some of these jobs? Which jobs do really serve humanity? And which jobs are maybe so unnecessary and just a waste of your time? And where you should look if you can't maybe change your job into something that serves yourself, makes yourself happy and even has a good impact on humanity. And then also, what does it do to yourself? How can you look in deep inside yourself and find your inner devils there maybe and deal with your inner fears? And how can you release this fear and anxiety and put it into something positive and also help others around you who struggle with the same topics and connect with these people and talk about it? Therefore, build a beautiful community again around us and just evolve as a person person maybe discover meditation or discover a new job, a new sport or a new exercise or a new way of eating or just a new healthier lifestyle for yourself. And also as you're not going out maybe anymore, maybe you drink less or you smoke less or take it as an opportunity to just make your life more healthy and more aware and be more conscious of the decisions you make. I really hope that you also could get hope from this podcast now and try to remember back again your last situation where you felt like everything is horrible in your life but later on you could see that there were positive outcomes and try to remember this because life is 
has a duality and every negative aspect always has a positive outcome as well. After the dark side, there will be the sunshine. It's always the truth. That's how life and the universe work. So if you can, try to stay optimistic and I hope I could encourage you with this podcast. Don't be hesitant to reach out. I will be more than happy to help you there and give you advice. So I'll be so happy if you also share this podcast with your loved ones so we can build a community which is based on positive news and positive vibes and hope instead of fear and just create something beautiful out of this crisis. I'm sending you all the best I can and I'm sure it will reach you because it really comes from my heart and sending you much, much love. Until the next time.